Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 podcast for this Sunday night. I am your host Gav and with me as you can see is Matt and is Chris. Uh, Liverpool are 37 points from 39. Everybody apart from Liverpool fans, all them fans of all the other clubs around the place are absolutely calling it corruption. Uh, they're calling it the tainted title if we go on and win it and it's absolutely amazing. Matt, I'm going to come to you first. How are the 49ers doing? Playing tomorrow mate. Okay. 5am. Doing well. Top of the league. Top of the league. No. 0.962 uh, points ratio. Right. Did he, did he do points ratios in America? I don't know. So it is. Yeah, and who would he play? Uh, Green Day Packers. The Green Day Packers. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay, Chris, um, you're a big Patriots fan. We are discussing that beforehand, and you just done it because <coughs> basically you just annoyed all your other American football supporting friends. Is that correct? 
yeah, pretty much. So I picked the I picked the team that everybody hated. So I thought yeah. that, was, that was always a good a good way of going about it. So yeah, I hate these plastic fans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm an, I'm a New York Giants man because um that's what that's all my mates because, are. So, because so you're so small. It. No, it's not, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> make me feel bigger. No, it was because um uh, fellow day tripper uh, Dicko. Uh, Ray Dicko Dickinson of of the Liverpool Parish, formerly the Liverpool Parish and now of Dublin Parish, said, yeah, the Giants are really good, Gav. He told me this at the start of last season and they are absolutely horrific. So, um, yeah, we don't go in for them. Right, uh, let's get into it. Ma, I was genuinely lost for words after that game yesterday because I thought that this is just getting ridiculous at this stage. Like, we just, we won't take no for an answer. We refuse to even draw games now. It's It's getting absolutely crazy, but is it? I'm going to ask you the stupid question, Matt, Matt. Is it the market champions? What are they? Yeah, of course. We're, we're going to win the league. There's no doubt about that. Um, I mean, we've done the same thing last season. you got to remember, we, we went through the first 10, maybe 15 games. Just, do you remember the 1-0s? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit different now because we, we're, we're, going, we're going for it a bit more. We're attacking a bit more, which is leaving us open at the back. Uh, but we were scrappy for the first half of last season. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. We're just holding back a little bit, and I think we may be saving our legs. Uh, in fact, I think I said the same thing last year. And you'll see us after this run of games in between now and Christmas. I think then we we, we start really going for it. And you, we haven't even gotten out of second gear yet. Where we're beating these teams, and we're just doing it just enough to win. We, we can steam all these these cunts. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, going back to the original question. Market champions, absolutely. This is what we used to look at Man United and, and get jealous of them doing. So it's, it's it's what we need to do and what we're going to be doing to win the league. Brilliant. Okay, Chris, um, Mac feels it's market champions. I just <laughs> feel it's like it's written in the stars at this stage. And I know it's late last week in November. There's 13 league games gone. We're just gone over the the. You know, we're a tour of the way through just beyond that. No, yeah, just beyond that now. When you're watching these games, the one thing that comes to me, Chris, is we're winning and winning and winning. And when you look back over the first 13 games of the season, I think we've probably played well in, I'm going to say, about six of them. What happens when we actually just click into gear and literally do what Matt says? We just start steamrolling teams. What do people throw at us then? Because it's corrupt and it's VAR now. So what do they throw in then? Oh, we'll, we'll have been a pain a ref off or something then, or, or what's the way to we're on magic, we've got some sort of magic juice for all on them. That's the latest on some sort of magic juice that we put all our players on, which is why they're, they're so good. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of whoever's at the top, there's always a reason other than they're just playing really well. It's always a way, you know, pretty certain in the nineties we said Fergie paid off the refs. Now it's, you know, Chelsea, it's because of all the money for us. It's VAR, you know, next season it'll be something else. Um, I I find it comical to be honest. I just laugh along, you know. And if it is, if it is, if it is because VAR's been built for Liverpool, then they were a bit slow doing it. Liverpool, they should have done it about twenty years earlier. <laughs> but you know, you see all this stuff coming out about corruption and and VAR and we're jammy and we're this and we're lucky. Is is that nearly is that nearly fans of other clubs thrown in the towel already? Because it feels like that to me. Crying it in. Yeah, we got it last season. You got to remember, as Chris was putting, um, getting towards then, whoever's top of the league, they they never get told they're good footballers. Like, there's always something that the reason that they're there. 
Howard Webb at United. Last year it was, as soon as VAR comes in, Liverpool are fucked. And, and we got 97 points. And now VAR's in, we're, we're going to get 98. Uh, it's, it's just the way it is. If you talk a league, people get jealous. And I'm absolutely fine with it. I, 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 for me, I relish in it. I love it. I love seeing all the other fans crying. You saw the uh, the goal for Sheffield United tonight. Yep. And they gave it. And everyone was saying, if that was Liverpool, it wouldn't have been given. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I just, just seen a load of... I just seen a lot of pictures of Sissoko up. Just pictures yeah, of Sissoko crazy, in the man. Champions League going, yeah. well, they gave that, why didn't he give this one? It's, it always yeah. comes back to Liverpool regardless of what it was. Exactly. Just embrace it. Just enjoy it. it the reason it's happening is because we're top of the league, so, so just enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. But look, let's get into the game itself. Uh, myself and Barry done, done a show last night with immediate reaction. And I genuinely was struggling for words. But Chris... Just looking at the team that was sent out there, he goes with Robertson. He doesn't go. He doesn't go with Sally. He puts him on the bench and doesn't use them. Well, was it? The, you know, I know it's it's in hindsight now with the, with the game being played over twenty four hours ago. But was it the team you wanted to see, or would you have went slightly different? Were you happy basically come two o'clock when that team was announced? Yeah, I mean, I was I was fine with the team. I mean, I don't get that worked up over the team. I thought we might change the shape slightly rather than playing Chamberlain on a wing. Because he doesn't seem as effective, but the lad did a job there. He, you know, he kept their fullback quiet. He did did what we needed, but it didn't surprise me Salah didn't start because he's clearly been hampered by this ankle injury for a while. And how often do we get to give Salah two and a half weeks off? You know, that could play dividends in, you know, later on in the season when he's, you know, when we need him, <laughs> or when someone like a Mane or a Firmino have a dip. You know, hopefully then we're getting <laughs> Salah prime to take over. So I was fine with the eleven. I couldn't really see much of a problem. Matt, were you happy with it? Apart from Ooh. apart from the fact that we sound <laughs> oh, Matt's still watching the football. Um, were, were you Seagull happy with scored. it? Apart, um. apart from the fact that Andy Robertson could have been arrested for Alberto Moreno if we hadn't sold him. <laughs> Did we sell him? Yeah, he's I gone. I thought he was with uh, Luis Enrique in the basement still. No, 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 he's not. He's uh, he, he's definitely gone. I thought he was moving hot dogs in the canteen. Oh, he was gone. Um, oh, actually, quick one back to Moreno. Did you see that uh, overhead flip he done for uh, clearance yeah, last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's fucking. He's, he's insane, mental. isn't he? Honestly, he's completely mental. I miss him. Yeah, the I, mad miss cunt. Him I miss him too. <laughs> um, so what? Where are we? D eleven. Yeah, absolutely fine. I have no issue with um, with rotating at this part of the season. Uh, you look how strong the bench is as, as well. Any of them players came on for someone else who was playing, then we've just got to accept it. We're between now and I think the 3rd of January. We've got, if we average the games out, we've got a game every three days. So you're going to see Origi, you're going to see Shaq, you're going to see Ox, you're going to see a lot of these players who we haven't seen much of Um so far in the first 13 games but you're going to see them and that's going to give our boys the, the legs they need to, to win the title with four to go in May so absolutely no issue with me I've never got an issue with any of the uh, lads starting the the ones on the, the fringes because it's Klopp at the end of the day he's the one looking and training and if he thinks Robertson's fit enough to start then he fucking starts if he thinks Salah needs a rest so he can be ready for uh, Napoli, then, then he has a rest. I've got no issue with it. Yeah. Uh, Barry Carr says uh, it was mustard from Aldi. Um, Matt will fully endorse that. Paddy Lawson is on the chat and he said life is good. Um, Paddy is life. Isn't that right, Matt? 
Paddy is life. He is life. He is. But he's no, not too good at fancy football. Not too good. And we're not going to go any further than that because you got yourself into a lot of trouble um, about two weeks ago, didn't you? No. No, didn't, not me. You did. Maybe. Admit it. He's a very soft lad. I think you should apologise to Paddy. For a big guy, he's a softy. You should apologise to him. No. Okay. That would happen. <laughs> uh, Barry <laughs> Carr says Palace had the chances, boys. Road are looking on second viewing. Um, I use. Could have we? I can't understand what Barry's saying at the end of that question, uh, comment, so it doesn't. I, I'm sorry, Barry, I can't I can't get my head around that. Look, the, the first half for me wasn't great, Chris, and again, it felt like one of those games where we are feeling our way into it and it was a little bit rusty after an international break and I, there is a pattern here, I don't care what anybody says to me there is a pattern here and I, I think it would have been, if Robertson and Salah were fully fit, I think it would have been the same pattern anyway, we just seem to take a while to get going, Palace have that goal disallowed just before half time and you know, go back over, Even Roy Hodgson's even admitting that it was a foul, I still would like to see a little bit more communication towards fans when it comes to these things but Chris the big thing for me was getting to half time I'm, no I'm, hold I'm, on let me on, jump in there on. yeah come on they showed the push in the stadium that's why oh. it wasn't a big up oh did they mm. yeah they did okay so this is one of the things they're talking about afterwards uh-huh. okay it wasn't well, that makes a massive difference it. right okay yeah. great I, it's, only, it's only it's only it's only Anfield no traffic where you're knackered because we haven't got a screen to show it but every other club that's showing them now I was watching that game yesterday and I couldn't recall seeing the, the screen being shown no, you could, no you heard, talked about it. Well, it depends oh, what stream you're watching. Right, I was in America watching it. Are you on NBC Gold, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I was on NBC Gold as well, yeah. 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 North Red asks, has some bookies paid out in Liverpool winning the league? I think you said uh, bookies to me earlier. Matt, uh, Betway. Betway are paying out already. So so they, are shown, they were shown in the ground. Okay, that's a massive, massive step forward for VAR, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, Chris, I'll get back to you. I just wanted to get to half time because I felt this need, they need a few slaps here. When we got to half time, I was I was more than confident that we could go on and win win the game. But what do you feel is the problem here when we get back after international breaks and what seems to be the first forty five minutes where we just seem a bit off? Is there anything we can do to improve this? Anything obvious, I suppose. Not really, because it's a lack, it's a lack of rhythm. And Klopp always talks about he he, he clearly has a set way of training, a set way of setting the team up. That probably takes a couple of days to get back into it. And if you look at the team we had, Henderson, although he didn't play for England, he didn't do anything for two weeks because he was ill. You know, and then a couple of our players, they played a lot of football. So we've probably been unfortunate that both times we come back from internationals, <clears> it's been an, a, a um, an away game. If that was Palace at home, I don't think you see the same problems. You know. It swings and roundabouts. I was glad we got to half time at nil nil because I thought I think once we got to half time nil nil, we generally do tend to kick on second half, especially after an international break. Uh, and, and the fact that everyone hates us for the uh, the goal being loud is even better. Yeah, listen, listen. It just adds to the it adds to the mix. And when you're throwing up a recipe of how how a weekend of football should go, Liverpool uh, Liverpool's opponents not being given a goal due to VAR in a tight win is the absolute well, perfect uh, ingredient for any it's weekend even, of football. Well, the best thing is Liverpool's opposition not being given a goal despite the fact the rules say you're not allowed to do that. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been said for a while if you push them over in the box, it tends to be a free kick, whether the ball goes near them or not. Yeah. Well. Um, but apparently that doesn't count, so I was like, right, so. Yeah. Hey, Gav. Yeah. Ask me the same question about the internationals. The internationals? And then slow start. Oh, Matt. 
Oh, so I wanted to ask you, right? And I won't even edit this out. I'll just pretend like this has been really fluent. Um, the international <laughs> breaks, Matt, what I find is at times, and I think it's becoming a bit of a pattern, and it is this. When we come back from international breaks, I find the fourth 45 minutes of these games can be quite sluggish. And then the second half we seem fine. Is there anything obvious for you that we could do to stop this? That's a lovely question. Thanks for asking. No problem. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I can't work out which is the bigger myth. That we are right. shit after international breaks or Palace is a tough ground to go to. Mm. So Palace is a tough ground. Palace, we, we've won the last four there, so uh, that's a myth. And internationals, we, we, I don't think we've lost one after an... In, in fact, we haven't lost one after an international since Klopp's been in charge. Mm. Um, and then we go on to say, <laughs> OK, the performance wasn't as good. Mm. But how many 2-1s and, and, and 3-1s have we had this season? How many goals have we scored later than what Bobby scored to win the game mm. so what was the performance just as perils this season in, in this point of the season or was it actually not that good and is it just people thinking that way because it happened under Rodgers or Hodson seven years ago and that's how we stay thinking with the Palace thing as well I mean it was 2014 uh, when we last lost the Palace yeah uh, so to talk, was was fourteen, fifteen was the last season we lost there, yeah. Rogers, yeah. Like down through it. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think at the moment we're just stuck in the past. I, I don't think we struggled after internationals. And I'm not saying we struggled. No, no. We well, no, did. No, I didn't. I said for the first forty-five minutes of games, I find we struggled. I.e., Old Trafford, and yesterday at Crystal Palace. Yeah, but we struggled a few times this season. Forty-five. Yeah, I understand. That, I don't think the international break it has a yeah. That's maybe a, a fair point. On it. Yeah. We had um, we did have some injuries, which if you're going to give them to the international break as the, the the reason, then yeah, okay, maybe we we had a few injuries, which were a reason why we might have been a little bit slower. But the flow of the game itself, I I, I just felt like it was a game I've I've watched uh, ten times this season. Okay, so. I'll put it to you a slightly different way, Matt. And you, you said something there. You asked, is it just the performance wasn't that good and it's just as perilous, you know, in, in some of the games this season. Do you feel this squad is pacing itself already? I've already answered that before, no, do, okay. But do you, do, do you genuinely look at it? Yeah, the, yeah, no, we do it every well, season on the club. But do we you feel, last season. Yeah, we did, but we seem to get to January and February and there's a little bit of a lull there. Do you feel he's genuinely pacing them, you know, all right, we might go flying last season and then we try pace ourselves and we just don't implement it quick enough and we get, and we get caught January, February. We seem to be pacing ourselves from very early on here where he's literally saying, lads, just get through the games and when we get to January, we'll absolutely go for it. Do you, do you think that's genuinely the plan? I think we're more adaptable. Right, yeah, okay. That's a good... I mean, Klopp's learning every week, every week he's here and more the players learn how we want to play. I just think... The whole squad has complete trust in the tactics. So, if we're not, if it's not working, we're not giving it to a Coutinho type to shoot from long range. Uh, we're, we're not going all gun blazing. If it's not working, we just keep on it because we've got so much trust in ourselves that we know. I, I use this phrase a lot, especially this season. Uh, turn the screw, and that's what we do. We, we get a goal when we need a goal, and then and then we can sit back a little bit if they can see if they score. Then we turn up a little bit and we go get another goal, and, that, and that's what we've been doing the whole for the uh, start of the season. First, 
13 games. Okay, uh, Yossi is in the house on the chat. He says hello, Yossi. Um, we love Yossi, don't we, Matt? <coughs> yeah, I love Yossi. Him and that car, uh, him and that guitar is just brilliant. Not the car, I said car, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Paddy says, uh, soak it all in. Um, boiling people's piss is absolutely brilliant. And he feels that win yesterday was bigger than the City one. I know where he's coming from. Backing up the City win with that yesterday was absolutely massive. Brady Carr says, can't, uh, he can't wait for the international, next international break. He needs a break already. Yeah, it takes it out of you, doesn't it? Uh, there's no international yeah. break until oh, March. Jack. Uh, Get a grip. No, he, take it out, so I, yeah. I'm only, I think he's only messing. I, but, um, it does, it does take it out of you. Uh, and lit, lit, literally every game is just, I don't watch know. Just playing, I, I watch, just, us play the, watch us play the Hodgson when we have to bring on Naviel Elzar. That'll take it out of you. Yeah, that will take you know, it out of you. <laughs> what, we're doing, what we're doing at the moment is, is joyous. Just, I think people need to embrace it a bit more. Yeah, it, it's just... Do you know what? I think if we had a league title behind us, say from last year, and we were doing this this year, we'd be just laughing our heads off and being so carefree. I just think there's a lot of Liverpool fans that think... It is great. People are getting really upset. But we sh- I'd love to be just winning it by two goals rather than one. But look... We get the as, soon, as soon as as soon as we get a title under our belt, you watch the media switch. Oh yeah, no, listen, I have, the, I have, the, I have, the, I have a massive the, theory the, on that, and I get shot down with it all the time. But the I'm media, stick the to media guns. love it. We'll start then because the media love whoever's on top, and it'll, it'll be next year's how crap City are. When City are no different to what they were two years ago, but they're a very good side. We're better at the moment, but that's what happens, you know. And people will be surprised how how quickly they turn. Apart from Keys and Gray, because they're dates. Yeah, and Shearer. Um, but look, we get the half-time. Ma, in our WhatsApp group yesterday, one of the lads said, it's going to be great when Mane turns his game on his head in the next five minutes. And what happens? Mane turns the game on his head in, within five minutes. And it's it's a good goal, but I loved how kind of scruffy it looked. And from there, I just thought, brilliant. This is perfect for us. And it really shut them up, didn't it? And it knocked them big time. Yeah, straight after the break is not time you're only conceding to Liverpool, but we as fans kind of all expect it now, I think. We, as you said before, get Klopp to give him a few slaps and you know they're going to come out. If, if they're nil-nil, uh, or even worse, if they're 1-0 down at half-time, we're going to come out fast. This is what's going to happen. We're going to come out the first 10 minutes fast, get a goal, get two. And uh, yes, what is what we did. And Manny is the one who's going to be doing it all season. Um I think on my predictions, I, I said he'll be player of the season. Uh, I'm not going to. Happen. I'm not going to reveal your uh, season predictions on, on live on this okay. show. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I can't because Grizz Grizz completely forgets his predictions for the season, right? And what's he just ha- one more. No, 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 no. You see what happened at the start of the season for anybody that doesn't know. Everybody in the LFC Day Trippers WhatsApp group basically done predictions. So it was. I think it was. Where we come in the league, FA Cup, League Cup, European Cup, uh, our top scorer and our player of the year. And Grizz completely forgets what he's at to predicting. So he's trying to double guess himself every week, Matt, isn't he? He's trying to, he's trying to cover himself every time he says something. And he, he's just, he just can't work out what he said and what he's predicted. And it's absolutely brilliant. And I'm not telling him. Um, if he just went back and looked through his messages, I'm sure he's fine. But he, he, he doesn't know how to do that. He doesn't know how to do that. There's no way, like, you know, you know, he, he sends me stuff so I can copy and paste it for him. So it's, it's, um, it's not going to happen. But look, it, it's a massive goal, Chris. It puts us 1-0 up, and I'm praying for us to get a second. But just a couple... 
people say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. The players I want to go through, you know, I seen that there was something, there was mention of Lovren, I seen a mention of Lovren on Twitter this morning and just mentioned for no reason. And But the one that stood out for me yesterday at the back, I thought Trent was poor. I thought he, he was trying a bit too hard on the ball. And uh, let's be honest, he, he he got not a lesson by Zaha, but look, it's another it's another step in his in, in his progression, I suppose, having to play that game yesterday. But he got through it in the end, which which is great. But I thought Zaha was a threat all day yesterday. And when people think, I, I, will I will I, will we buy him? Will we go from on that performance? I thought it was crap. Mm-hmm. I thought it was crap. No, I, I just think crap. he's he's such he's such a threat. I think. No. You you don't agree? No. Okay. Not Tell me why. Not as like the reason the reason I don't agree with the Zaha hype is he is a good player and on his day can be brilliant. And he took his goal well. I'm not going <laughs> to knock him. But we saw with Trent, I think he got past Trent twice. And every time he tried the same trick, Trent put the ball out and put him on his ass. And he does what he always does, which is he starts to limp. He starts to, oh, poor me. And oh, how dare someone tackle me? And all that. And all that carry on. Which we've had, we've had hundreds of players play for a little bit over the years. You know, Garcia's and all that. They're all good players. But when they, when they get tackled, they don't like it and they walk away and they hide. And to be honest, now for me, I, he took his goal well, but I, every time Zaha got the ball, I wasn't thinking, "Oh Christ, here we go." Just, no, I, I think he's. A, I think he's still sulking because he never got oh, his move to He's hundred percent still sulking, but I just thought again he was a, he was their biggest threat yesterday, and where he played, I just thought he. I I just thought he. What what way could I put it? He kind of knocked Trent Elvis' rhythm. That's the only way I could put it, and I think it had an effect on us, Matt. Um. The second half progresses. We get to 80, 81, 82 minutes. And we're thinking, I'd love another one. I am just thinking we need another one here. And they get a good goal, Matt. Do you blame anyone for it? Or do you just think, nah, good goal. You have to give them that one. Lovren. Uh, Lovren. For me, I don't know. It's one of them. We were all, um, all in bits at the back. I'm just going to get, I'm going to blame him because he was, he was first. Who could have, who should have seen, um, put Benteke onto his left. If you just know, I'm, well, comparing to Van Dyke, which is the highest standard there is for a centre back, Van Dyke puts him on his left that, that, and puts him to the byline. Mm. And that's what he should have done. He let him go back inside. So mm. this isn't an agenda. It's just, if you're going to blame anyone, I think it has to start with him. Okay. Would you not give any blame to, Maybe Robertson there that could have been a bit better on the cover. No, nah, just the whole the whole team has moved across, and now he's got two, maybe three to cover. He's definitely got two, yeah. uh, and I can't see off the screen if he's a third midfielder. But you can't leave one of them. It's got to be a man each in that situation. So nah, not not for me. Okay, no worries. Uh, people are watching this on YouTube tonight. If you're watching and you're subscribed, thank you. Hit the like button. If you're watching and you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon, and every time we go live, you will get a notification. That's all I'm going to say about that. It's 1-1, Chris, and I'm thinking, oh, here we go. What are we going to do? Are we? Will we get one back? Will Hodgson just literally put 11 behind the ball now and 
just try to stop everything. And then we get, and I just love it. It's probably my favourite goal of the season. A corner, a Van Dijk volley that just hits somebody, scrambles around the box, and Firmino on the left foot and, and puts her in the far corner. And I did say it was a bit of a swing at it yesterday when I was on the show after the game, but looking back at it, it's a really good finish. But again, it breaks Crystal Palace hearts, doesn't it? And you just know, like I just knew then, we're not losing this game. We just don't stop, do we? No, no, we keep going. Uh, and it's a combination of a couple of things. It's the mentality giants thing I call us talk about. It is the, the work we've done as set pieces, which we have got an awful lot better. And simply being is, we've got a really, really good squad of match winners. You know, we've gone way beyond the days of having like one, maybe two. You know, we've got three, four, five match winners. And, you know, I was slightly annoyed that it was 1 1 thinking this may finish a draw, but it's not the end of the world. But even with five minutes to go with Liverpool, you've got to think there's going to be one more because there always is one more. And it's just, you just hope it falls the right person. And that was great for Bobby because this is his first goal in about five games. So not only is he playing poorly, but it's nice just to get that monkey off his back that he's finally got a goal. And the fact that it's a winner, it'll do him the world of good. And it also meant Cock turn around to Salah and say, sit down. Yeah. And you don't have to use Salah. Absolutely brilliant. You'll see us. Any news on Robbo's health, i.e. the ankle? Haven't heard anything. He's fine. Haven't heard he's fine. 100%. Matt, Matt says yeah. he's fine, so we're absolutely fine. Yeah, the can of iron brew sorted. His, his for, sorry, Hifzor Rahman says, Trent, Trent should have fell Zaha on the halfway line. Um, this is obviously going back to, to the Palace goal. Yeah, you could go that far back and, 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 you know, attribute blame to people. They had one half chance, I think that's Kev O'Sullivan trying to say. I think Kev's on the beers tonight, lads. Uh, with Benteke, <laughs> but Zaha should have scored at the end. Yeah, he should have scored at the end. JJ, place JJ says, you can't beat a scrappy winner. Next best thing to a VAR goal. I loved it. I just loved how scrappy it was. <laughs> Matt, when, it go, when it's when it's done and dusted then, uh, and, and we're winning 85, 86 minutes, are you sitting there? Are you back in Dubai, cigar at the ready? Uh, you know, t- 12 wins from 13, are you, are you happy? Or are you, are you shitting yourself, Matt? Be honest. At what, 85 minutes? Yeah. No, this team does not concede in the last 5, 10 minutes. Right. Just the last 8 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's injury time. Um, no, this team doesn't do that, not at all. I'm, I'm not scared. I haven't been for season half now. This, this team gets the job done and it's amazing. The only time that I will ever worry in that situation is against someone like Man City. Mm. That, that's it. No. Uh, against fucking Crystal Palace with Roy Hodgson in charge. Not a fucking chance. I'm panicking. Roy Hodgson looks like he's just wasting away. I've seen him in the interview after the game and it's like... It's like the top of his head's just melting down. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like, it's yeah. like the, you know the way you have bags under your eyes? He has bags under his nose that that far down <laughs> you know that kind of way <laughs> bags under his chin <laughs> yeah I swear to god he's some cunt isn't oh he? god I, I, I just don't like that man Barry Carr says Aguero was goosed apparently uh, but sure do you have Jesus um, that Aguero yeah, will he, look like a long layoff he's not as good though is he um, what's wrong with him uh, apparently tweaked his he's got a muscle injury either his thigh or his hamstring so uh, so he'll probably be back next week Oh yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't. If he had rolling substitutes, he would have been back on by the end, I reckon. The, the best I've still seen was that Zinchenko pulled his hamstring. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. He used all the subs. 
and when with five minutes, he's running down the wing. That was against the, Spurs, wasn't cross, it? A, yeah, then yeah. he runs on the wings, put a cross in, going, he's got no hamstring. How's that work? <laughs> yeah, he was down, literally going, no, no, my hamstring is gone. And 90 seconds later, he was tearing down the wing like John Barnes. It was unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> look, lads, I have to ask you for a man of the match. Um, Matt, I'm going to come to you first. What's your man of the match? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, I think, Bobby. I think, I think Barry gave his vote to Bobby Firmino last night as well. Chris, who are you going for? Manny. Manny. Okay, I went for Manny. He just wants the league more than anybody else. He absolutely wants the league more than anybody's wanted anything, in my opinion. But, you know, it's, it's another win. It's absolutely brilliant. Just looking forward a bit, Matt. You know, there's, there's Napoli at, there's Napoli now during the week, followed by Brighton at home, Everton at home, Bournemouth away, Watford home. And then we're off to the World Club Cup. 12 points. You're going 12 points. Yeah. Yeah. And how big for you was Napoli this week? Because if we win that, it means that the last game is a dead rubber and it just gives us another midweek there where we get a rest into the lads. Yeah. Do you you think he rests them even if we win? Uh, I I think he goes to Salzburg. I'd like to, but. I, don't I think know, he just doesn't. He doesn't usually do that type of stuff. I think. Um, I, I think. I think Corley Watts is playing centre midfield for us if we fucking win against. <laughs> it would be nice because uh, the the stress would be there and the pressure. So even though maybe he does play the lads, he, in the, you don't have the rest of your legs. They've got the rest in the heads, which is also important. Uh, but yeah, Napoli are in turmoil at the moment. There's no better time to be playing them. There's a lot um, of messing going on there. They're all over the gaff there. The the chairman tried to sell them all. I think. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. He, he did. Apparently, he wanted to do something. Didn't get his own way and went right. I'm selling the whole squad. <coughs> well, anyway, so there's no better time. If we get the win, amazing. Uh, if we don't, we'll do it next game. Doesn't bother. Kevin Sullivan is asking: Is Napoli Tuesday or Wednesday? I'm terrible on day, days of games, but Wednesday. I'm not sure it's Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, we get Napoli done, and it just it gives us that. You know, we, we've <clears> there's going to be a break for the lads because that Villa game is going to be the under twenty threes, and if we can get. The fringe players, you know, I suppose minutes in their legs and keeps them, keeps them at a certain rhythm while, you know, resting the main men. And then we have to go off to wherever we're playing this Qatar. I think it's a perfect scenario. So beating Napoli at the weekend or during the week is absolutely imperative. Chris, Matt has gone for 12 points from 12. Uh, I repeat, Brighton at home, Everton at home, Bournemouth away, Watford at home. What do you expect from them for? 15 including Napoli. 15 including Napoli. Okay. So we're not making any, we're not suggesting in any way that we're dropping league points between now and the time we jet off to Qatar. Are we all in agreement? You shouldn't be at home now. Okay. No, I I think, uh, yeah, the Bournemouth one, I think, yeah, no, I don't see a problem. We were good away at Bournemouth and the other three. Look, we've gone through our game. I wanted to talk about one or two other clubs, right? But Matt, first up, Everton. And we played them next, we played them Wednesday week, right? They're trying not to laugh, trying not to laugh. But the, 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 I'm looking at this, right? And I'm thinking to myself, they play Leicester next weekend, right? I always try to plot these things. They play Leicester next weekend. Do you want to see them get something out of that and Silva stays in charge and comes to Anfield? Or do you want them to get bashed? Silva loses his job and they come to Anfield with a caretaker and, the biggest free hits of all free hits. What way do you want to see that go? Uh, I don't know. I don't really think of things like that. I'm not. I'm not asked either way. We should be doing everything. <coughs> I. But if you look at all the clubs who who we play on the clock, 
Everton seems to be his kryptonite. It's the team we get to draw. It's the, t- it's the game where it seems like the occasion gets to him. Um, I, I can't work out why. don't know he why. He pays him too much respect. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But he, he shouldn't. They're, they're completely shit. But this season now, I, I, I think, well, Klopp's continuously learning. Uh, I've said this before. So he'll, he'll look at what he's done in the past and he'll look at how, we, how we've played uh, and, and should we've won and we haven't been at our best against them and he would take all this away and he'll come up with a, a tactic to beat them no matter who's manager it's always hard playing against a new manager even if it's caretaker because you don't know the tactics so the uh, scouting is out but and, and then the, the opposition team gets a bounce but really how how much of a bounce can these shit Everton players get so you, the only thing really is you don't know the tactics yeah, but, it's, it's, yeah, if I was going to think about it and give you an answer, probably better that he stays. Somebody says there, um, I think it was Kev says he's seen reports that Silva is gone from Everton. So we'll have to double check on that. Uh, well, if it's a, if it's a caretaker manager, it'll probably David Unsworth. So we actually know how that's going to be. Not great. And the rumour going around for Everton has been David Moyes or Mark Hughes. I'm not, I'm not really sure that's a oh, Mark, Mark, Mark Hughes will be amazing, but David Moyes will be just dreamland hell. stuff. <laughs> You know, absolutely, like, oh, Jesus. Like, Dave Moyes, the last job he had in the Premier League, I think it was a Sunderland, he walked in, sat down at his first press conference, told them they were going to get relegated, and left. <laughs> and then just proceeded to have them relegated. It was unbelievable. And you're saying West Ham where he said, um, I'm here for six months, but if it doesn't work out, I've had a nice time in London. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the job after Sunderland, was it, or before, I'm not too sure, but whatever it was, he was a fucking disaster. <laughs> uh, JJ says... Let's hope Silva is still in charge when we play them. They'll sack him after we beat them. Yeah, I, I just I I think around these games where you have a manager that's on the brink, do the players turn around and put everything they have in for him, or has he completely lost the dressing room? And you, you, you're not too sure on that. But they're they're a, they're a disaster. And the, I remember speaking to Dave Downey from the Blue Room podcast going back three or four weeks ago, and he said to me, "Gav, look, we need to. We're playing. I think they were playing. Obviously, Norwich." They were playing Brighton, they, you know, these certain games there. And he was like, we have to win those games. Because when you look at our December, he said we could genuinely be bottom of the lake come Christmas. And I, do you know what? He, he might not be far off. He absolutely might not be far off. The other, the other one I want to speak about, uh, you know, Mourinho's back in the sports. We've done enough talking about him during the week. Harry Kane defied logic by being pushed in the back and his legs went six feet in the air yesterday he's a, he's a fucking disgrace um, but the one I want to speak another one I want to speak about Matt I'll come to you first is Arsenal they're a mad <laughs> club as well Matt, Matt. they're they're mad uh, they it's tough for Arsenal um, they were always going to be in a difficult situation when you when you lose a manager has been there that long you look at Fergie and, and what he'd done they're not just the managers they're, they're the whole club mm. um, so it was always going to be difficult for the next few years mm. they've got good players I, I, I think he's a terrible coach so it's up to the board now they need to they need to get someone next level or at least someone who knows how to how to do a project you look or, at or, or, even identify, or, or even identify his issues and, and do something about them like seventy two million yeah, on Seventy two nah. million on Nicholas Pepe and you could have went down and went, Have I got seventy million here? I'm gonna pay thirty for him and forty for him. They're both centre backs and that's me done. Yeah. They need now um a very, very good director of football to sort the club out. Then it'll be that unless you get that or 
what we've done, we've got a team of people and a very good um, head of scouting or whatever year, sports science, Michael Edwards. They're, they need something like that. They can't just... They've gone from a manager who runs everything to a coach, basically. So they need the structure there. You see the issue of United? I, I, I said it. You asked me a similar question a while ago about United. Yeah. And they're not going to stop their issues unless they get rid, rid of Woodward and they, they put a full football structure in the club. Yeah. As long as they keep going out how they are, they'll just go coach to coach. This is it. So this, this for you was similar to United and, and similar to some clubs around the league where, yeah, you know, they might not fall as much. That might be, that might be, they need to sort it out. And there might be, you know, certain things on the pitch, but the, the, the <clears> results, <throat> what's happening at board level and, and as it moves down the chain is shown by what's on the pitch and the lack of direction from some clubs. Yeah, you know, it's a combination of two things. Yes, terrible coach that's the word I was looking and for. no structure. Yeah, okay. Chris, for you, Arsenal, Unai Emery, can you see him last so much longer? Because literally heads are going to explode on Arsenal fan TV if he's not sacked within the next week, week to a fortnight. I think he will last. The reason is, I think they, they've left it too long to sack him now. That I don't think they'll get Pochettino. And I think whatever next level manager they need or want, don't know who that is. I don't know who's going to go to them. And you, we could be in a situation in probably potentially four clubs soon losing the manager. Solskjaer is always on a bit of shaky ground anyway. Uh, Everton's manager's nearly gone. West Ham's manager can't be far behind. And you got Arsenal's. But all of those clubs got the same problem. No structure above the manager. So it's a bit, it doesn't really matter who they bring in. It's like Matt said, it's, it's going to be a car crash whoever you bring in. I don't care how good a manager they are. Pep couldn't fix half those problems they've got there. You know, you put Klopp in that club, he'd struggle. Because he wouldn't get what he, he he wouldn't get the support he needed around him. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Plus, it makes plus it makes Arsenal fans TV quite entertaining to watch. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing stuff. Like it's just oh, it's off the wall. And I I love like if I have a free ten minutes, I just love knocking it on and finding any of the latest videos where people are just going mad. Uh, Aunt Dicko says Southampton should have scored at least five if they could finish there at Arsenal. Yes, I think they got a two all draw at Arsenal in the end, and and it was absolute uproar. But look, I think I think Southampton missed three one a month. Yeah, he said he said here he, he, he could have scored five. Ma, is it? It's some change, isn't it? When you when you look at what we're doing, and you can really relate, can't you, to to some of these clubs what they're doing and say, I know exactly where he is are standing. We seem to be able to understand what's going on at these clubs more because we've seen it happen to us over a very long period of time, and we're able to sit and pinpoint and go, that's what's wrong, that's what's wrong, that's what's wrong, because simply Liverpool are making the exact same mistake, mistakes over the last 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, we've been there, done it. Um, you answered the question for me, I've got nothing to say, except for what you've just said to me. We, we've seen it happen, <clears throat> we know the issues, we know what it needs to, to make it work and we know what it needs to, to to keep going round and round which was coach after coach after coach bringing Edward bringing in a system and then hopefully if Klopp I mean Klopp's getting more out of this team than anyone could we know that he's the, he's the best ever um, but hopefully if it goes we won't have any kind of fall like we did or like any of them did mm. JJ says the Christmas manager merry-go-round is about to start uh, Arsenal fan TV were throwing away season tickets last night. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Pepe, Barry Carr says Pepe is looking like the worst signing of the summer. Bull, uh, bullet dodged. Kevin Sullivan says Spurs ran out of gas at 70 minutes. Arsenal look like they have institutional problems. West Ham 
our top half. Wolves keep keeping Nuno. Nuno should be a worry. He's next in line for a big job. Barry Carr says he's definitely heading to the Emirates for the third of May. That's the day, I presume he means, when Liverpool clinch the title. Lads, um, I'm going to leave it there. We've done 40 minutes, and I think that's fair enough. Liverpool, 37 from 39. Uh, amazing start to the season. We go again against Napoli on Wednesday, followed by Brighton the following Saturday. Ma, I've no random question for you this week, so have you any other business you'd like to uh, tend to before we go? No. You're happy, happy to go. I'm good. How, I'm good. How did you? What I have got one question. What did you make of Grizz's religious pilgrim during the week? <laughs> he's some flute him. Oh, he's dead. He's off his head. Yeah, he's brilliant. Isn't he? He's wearing Everton socks with his Crocs. You see, he had he had a, he had a pair of socks. He had a pair of Crocs on or sandals, and I'm nearly sure it was Everton socks he had on with him. <laughs> they were the most Everton blue. And then he met a fan, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah, he's basically he's been in the line, uh, line for the Water World. Yeah, and he's told some he's told some country does a podcast and they got a picture with him at the uh, end. Uh, and then he said, "This man came up to me. Where, where is he? Jerusalem, was it? Yeah, yeah. He came up and he said, this fella came over to me and said, oh, Grace from the Trade Trippers.'" <laughs> <laughs> which didn't happen um, and we won't no. believe him and he had pictures with camels and then he done that brilliant picture where he stands and the sun is in the background he puts his hand up so the sun because it's very far away fit in the palm <laughs> of his hand and you know that was the end of the holiday he, he reckons it's taken him five hours to just get through security um, wherever he is and whatever airport he's in um, but he's had a lovely time all expenses paid from us just as a present because He's a lovely, lovely human. And when he gets back, we'll just commence um, annoying him again, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, because I usually do the morning to evening shift, and then around 5 a.m., Matt gets up and uh, takes over. That, that's how it works, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> well, I mind us. Yeah, so... Um, he's a, because he's just a, a big, fat, adult baby, really. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> and uh, if anybody has any tips, keep fit, or health tips, <clears throat> or eating tips, uh, Grizz apparently has broken down in the fitness uh, regime again and just needs a few tips to get back on that bike apparently so that's how it's gone lads that's it Chris thanks a million for joining me no worries great stuff Matt thanks a million I'll talk to you soon cheers mate have a good one that's been the Fatback 4 join me on Tuesday uh, for the Fatback 4 daily tomorrow the club will be recorded and available for you to download some stage late tomorrow night that's it talk to you in a bit over now Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 